0: Welcome to Balance Do. I'm your host, the Minister of Balance. Thank you for joining us. And we couldn't do this without you, so I pray you continue to support our endeavors as we take this journey together during these very troubled times. And furthermore, don't forget to visit us at Uh fill out our contact list, and uh, we'll update you on everything that's going on with our uh, podcasts and different programs and stuff that we're working on uh, via email. So with that being said, you know, there's a lot of noise going on in the world right now and uh, people are yearning for peace and tranquility. And, you know, this is a very precarious time, which requires some understanding, some clarity, some self-reflection, some discipline, you know, from a personal and worldly perspective in order to survive. I mean, these are very tumultuous times so what we did was we wanted to call this podcast Distort, Distract, and Diminish because there's a lot of forces of good and some forces of evil in a serious battle for our bodies and soul, and it starts with the mind. And please note, these are not the views of balance do. So with that being said, let's dive right into this. explore and investigate a very successful campaign strategy used presently and by presidents of the past the racial division and divisiveness. Will it prevail? We'll see. We will see if the Trump propaganda playbook will bear fruit for a second term. It worked for Bush Sr. worked for Ronald Reagan, worked for Nixon. Will it work for Trump? Ronald Reagan, his campaign strategy was uh, cutting government programs, reducing uh, government uh, spending on uh, social programs, and uh, he was responsible for coining the term Welfare Queen's. And what that is is a stereotype of black women supposedly hustling tax dollars to support a lavish lifestyle, which is actually utterly ridiculous. I mean, first of all, the benefits don't pay enough uh, to even live an average lifestyle. But um, I think one of the things we've learned, if anything, from the Trump administration and his loyal following is that when it comes to racism, logic is completely all out the door because uh it's it's a component that doesn't even matter at that point the uh the hate um supersedes all logic i think that's one thing we've learned Um, and actually there are more based on statistics there's actually more uh white people on welfare than there are black so that's uh, uh, un- another untrue, a distortion of the truth. Um, however, these uh, um, these strategies have worked. It worked for Ronald Reagan. Um, basing the campaign on white fear and the anger for what is perceived as uh, black advancement uh, has been a very successful strategy uh, for. Republicans. Um, Bush Sr., he used the uh, coded dog whistle to appeal to uh, white voters as well, with his uh, Willie Horton video, and uh, his campaign was kind of based on uh, the fear of the black man, the fear of black crime, and uh, that was successful in uh, winning him uh, the uh, presidency. Now we had Nixon too. Nixon used the Southern strategy to get the whites back in 1968 to seduce the whiter electorate whom at the time normally voted Democrat. Um, now based upon my research, it, it said here, uh, the South switched from Democrat to Republican because they were angered by the passage of the Civil Rights Act. And I quote, President Lyndon B. Johnson the night that the uh, Democratic president signed the Civil Rights Act of 1964. His special assistant Bob Moyers was surprised to find the president looking melancholy in his bedroom. Moyers later wrote, and I quote, that when he asked the president what was wrong, Johnson replied, I think we just delivered this out to the Republican Party for a long If Biden, by chance, doesn't select a a black woman as a vice president, which black women are like the crux of the Democratic Party, work very hard for the Democratic Party, and uh, from what I'm hearing through the grapevine is if uh, Democrats don't select a black woman as a vice president, that uh, uh, their loyalty to the party uh, will be severely diminished. So... Uh, now, whether that happens or not, uh, I guess time will tell, uh, but people are saying that maybe it's time to uh, seriously think about a third party, you know, because, uh, you know, Democratic Party um, has received the black support for quite some time, and, and yet we look and see that not much has changed, so um, how that culminates, I, I guess, will uh we'll find out now what's going on right now in the media is a lot of distortion distortion distraction and of course diminishing that seems to be the playbook now when I say distort and distract we got this black lives matter going on I mean every time there's there's uh, any kind of chaos or anything that's that's going on with a uh protest or anything, I just see the same thing on the news with, with these reporters on, on most of these, uh, major channels or whatever here in, in Seattle, whether it's, uh, Cairo or King or whatever, um, they're always standing in front of Black Lives Matter murals or something that's spray-painted in, in the background with Black Lives Matter, but, uh, I don't think that's a fair assessment because uh, I, I I think what Black Lives Matter need need to do whoever's uh, organizing these protests need to say that okay and and document it with their smartphones okay the protest is officially over right now we're we're all going home we're we're not responsible for anything that happens afterwards because. Um, from what I'm hearing, there's a strong reason to believe a lot of these people that are doing this, these uh, uh, destroying property and things like that are not even from here. They're not even inv- involved with the movement. And uh, there's an ongoing joke that I hear that uh, the only time the MAGA supporters Make America Great Again supporters uh, like to wear masks is uh, when they're trying to infiltrate a uh, Black Lives Matter movement. So. That's what I'm hearing. I think the media needs to do a little more research and quit blaming everything on Black Lives Matter. A lot of these people that are destroying these properties have Trump ideology. They're just trying to cause a civil war, cause uh, discontent. It's almost like the, the old mob style of doing business. You know, back in the early days, uh, guys in the neighborhood that were in the mob or whatever, they, they want to get protection money. And what they would do was go to some of these businesses and say, hey, you know, this is a very dangerous neighborhood. Uh, uh, we would be willing to uh, protect your, your area uh, for a fee or whatnot. And um, some of the business owners, they they either went for it or they didn't go for it. And if they didn't go for it, then the, 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 the person, you know, the group that uh, uh, made the offer would come back and... and uh, destroy destroy the property, uh, bust the windows out and destroy the property. And uh, then they would come back again and uh, give them another proposal and say, well, hey, you know, uh, uh, like we said, you know, uh, you might need to start paying some protection money to um, ensure that your business will stay protected. And see, it's, it's, it's the old game, you know, cause a problem, be the solution and be the hero in the long run. And I mean, that's the same playbook that we're already seeing that that's going on and we we don't put that past the current administration to uh, to actually uh, pursue that type of strategy. The criminal empire is running on law and order? You got to be kidding me. This man and his criminal attorney have dismantled the Constitution ruined long-standing careers? Of course now, it's almost a badge of honor to get fired by Trump. The Democrats, you know, um, they're relatively silent right now, you know. We haven't made a decision on uh, who the vice president's gonna be yet. Um, And then, uh, Kanye West has jumped into the uh, to the field and uh, I think it's a, a, a distraction I think that's just a distraction and it, and it could play on the the black fear uh, strategy you know that if a black man is is uh, nominated to be a president that uh, uh, he may not be mentally fit to assume the job to assume the position or you know he's a uh, Living on the edge, he's quite quite mercurial, you know, and uh, that that's somebody that definitely needs some some uh, some help from a mental perspective. Uh, that doesn't have the uh, emotional capacity to to do a job like that, and 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 the basic fear of maybe having a Kanye West and a, a Kim Kardashian as a first lady. It's very scary to some people, so that might play into that. In anyway they're kind of part of the billionaire's club, and maybe this is just a distraction because, you know, if Kanye can get, you know, maybe 5%, uh, of the black vote, maybe that could make a big difference in the uh, long-term outcome of the uh, presidential election. So, I'm not sure where what direction I want to put that in, but I think it's more from what people are saying. I think it's, it's more of a distraction because even Kim Kardashian is asking for Kanye to get some help, and I don't I don't know how much I believe that because I think I think a lot of it had to do with um, Kanye's first rally not not working out as well as he uh expected you know or uh because kim kardashian has seemed to move in another direction now he's got mental health problems and all this stuff but uh, i think if his campaign starts showing some success and in, in uh, uh some of those um campaign rallies or he's his words are a little more logical and making more sense and, and things are starting to work out, people coming and more people are voting and she might have a chance of being the first lady, that might repair all of the little discontent that's going on between her and uh, Kanye because uh, I think she'd be willing to, to, to uh, take on that role of the first lady. So we'll see how that uh, all materializes. And then we have um, the president that uh, doesn't really take the blame for anything I mean he is he just uh, diminishes people people that are involved with his uh, uh, administration there's so many people he's fired and he's never uh, taken blame for anything anything he's ever done or bad decision he's ever made he doesn't seem to uh, uh, apologize he doesn't seem to have any empathy so to police reform he and his then attorney Jeff Sessions dismantled all the reforms that were put in place by the Obama administration. Now, some could say these problems didn't just start when Trump administration came to power, but it's nothing like it is now. I mean, the officers, they knew once Once Trump got in office, they knew that they, they had permission to run roughshod. And on the positive note, there's one scenario we have to consider. There are good and bad People in every position, every every profession, and uh, the police department—that's type of job where the intent can sometimes be very ambiguous. And the bad usually make the good's job more difficult. And that also spans in every profession or position. Democrats on the Democrat side, uh, I don't know what's going on with the Democrats. They need some energy. The, the base needs to be fired up. Uh, it seems like the uh, uh, the Lincoln Project seems to be putting out some some pretty good videos to are bearing some excitement. But the video i seen with Biden and Obama, that was, uh, almost fell asleep. I mean, it was uh, boring. And, and it's almost like, it's almost like the... Uh, my best friend you know I have a uh, I'm not a racist because uh, my best friend is black I mean I get tired of all of this we're affiliated with Obama so that you know this is this is a reason why I'm a good good president for the black people to elect and you know I'm, me and Obama are cool or tight and you know some of my best friends are black you know some I think we do need a third party and I, and I think that that's what a lot of people are saying and I agree with them uh, I think if uh, biden doesn't select a black vice president female black vice president and there's probably a strong possibility that uh, maybe after his term is over and he probably will be a one-term president uh, that there will be a third party in the making and that that might be what it takes to uh, make the minorities all coalesce around each other and white people too and decide that hey we need a third option and maybe a third option uh that can compete from a financial perspective uh can keep the other two parties a little more honest. So, we'll see how that that all works out, but uh, I really don't understand right now what what campaign strategy the Democrats are using right now. I mean, it seems we're not hearing anything from Biden. I don't know if this is the the rope-a-dope strategy to where you just let people get exhausted by Trump and then, you know, since the poll numbers seem to be uh, uh, moving in the right direction, but, I think with this president, don't don't go by the poll numbers. I think that could be that could be a big mistake. We got to get out there, and there's so much to work with uh, against this president. We need to start putting it in the forefront and getting busy with this. The rope dope might not work. You're bringing a knife to a gunfight, and that's that never works. Uh, and that's just my opinion, and. Uh, some opinions of some other people that uh, express themselves in regards to this. And the women too, man. The the, the women, they want to see a black vice president. I think it should be the best person fit for the job. That's what, that's what I think. I think the best, best person for the job. You know, they don't have to be, it doesn't matter what their nationality is. However, I'm hearing that AOC could be a good might be a good uh, vice president that could fire up the base a little bit, and plus she has a large social media media following, and Fox News hates her, and uh, you know there's a lot of uh, uh, racist people that would really be uh, feel like they're diminished by uh, having someone like her in the uh, in the White House, and uh, I think it would be might be a good probably be a good pick to have her. You know, that's what a lot of people are saying, and uh, I wouldn't dispute that. Um, so we, we don't know if this is, this is going to work, uh, uh, should be interesting to see how this all culminates, but, um, I tell you one thing, uh, uh this has got to be one of the most important, uh, campaigns or presidential elections in the history of the United States, uh, because I think the democracy, what are some of the implications that democracy will be over if this president wins? I think uh, the democracy is pretty much over, and uh, I think all, all the cards are on the table at this point. I think as far as minorities are concerned and good white people, I—I I, I think uh, I think slavery could be back on the table. I think if this president wins another election, slavery could be back on the table. And then I think uh, uh, autocracy, uh, dictatorship, I think that uh, that that would uh, start to to appear in gradual steps. And uh, the Russians too. Uh, The Russians could uh, come in here and play a part too of the administration. Uh, they seem to be, this current administration seems to be very well tied to the Russians. So that's a, that's also possible. That's what a lot of people are saying. That's what they think. They think a lot of the president's loyalties uh, uh, lie with uh, uh, the Russian president, uh, Vladimir uh, Putin. That um, that's where his loyalties lie. And uh, and you know, that's, uh, some of the, the minorities have been talking and they they think that a lot of this is because of the fear. White man not being in charge anymore, fear of uh, uh, minority power and rule, and that a lot of the white people would rather uh, partner and team up with the Russians. And right now, people are wondering what's up with the government. They need food, money, transportation. People are struggling right now. And then you have the Secretary of Treasury, a billionaire, telling the hard-working people of America $600 is too much money and not incentive enough to work. That's utterly ridiculous. I mean, the average income in America is, what, forty-five, forty-six thousand dollars 46000 a year, and you can't even live off that in most of the uh, major metropolitan cities. That's ridiculous. And then you have Trump I just seen him a couple days ago throwing uh, his ball cap to some of his MAGA supporters. And uh, I guess they're going to need him, too, to flip him upside down, stand on the corner and ask for some spare change. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. After that tax break he gave all those millionaires? I don't know what these MAGA supporters are thinking, but I guess, you know, hey, racism uh, supersedes all logic, like I said. Let's say President Barack Obama tried to do any of this stuff that, that Trump's doing. I think the white people of America would have coalesced together and put a stop to it by any means necessary. But since it's Trump, he's a white guy, seems like a lot of people in powerful positions are just sitting back and uh, letting this happen, which, which I, I say doesn't look good for the white race when you see a guy like this uh, doing and uh, uh, actually taking over. Um, a country like this, uh, King, uh, King Trump. I mean, he couldn't do this by himself. He has to have a lot of white support in order to even do something like this. So, uh, and the white people that we thought are so powerful, just sitting back, letting this happen. So, I, I don't know what to think. That's this is just what I'm hearing. This is what people are saying. Matthew five five says the meat shall inherit the earth. Uh, let's go with Psalms 37, 10 and 11. Okay. Uh, a little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. And there's one thing we have to, to understand, uh, we have to think outside of uh, of what the world deems as successful. Um, prosperity doesn't always mean uh, a lot of money or a high position. You know, some people in those positions are some of the most sick, demented, and uh, spiritually uh, unhealthy people that you'll ever meet. So uh, we can't always go by what we see. You know, we have to have faith, spiritual faith. And we have to understand too that uh, this life is temporary. Life on planet Earth is temporary. These are temporary uh, enjoyments or temporary positions. But uh, eternity and eternal life is what we should be shooting for. And, and not let be of this world. Uh, and uh, as long as we keep that, live by faith and not by sight, we can stay prayed up and, and get past what's going on right now in this world because uh, uh, one day all of this will change. One day there will be peace and prosperity in heaven and on earth. So we have to stay prayed up, stay positive, and uh, uh, keep our eyes on the prize and um, live by faith and not by sight. And I want to thank you for supporting Balance too. Uh, we are a veteran owned tax exempt nonprofit organization. All proceeds from donations go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and unique ideas, all geared towards strengthening the community. We need your continued support, whether it's listening to our podcast, reviewing it, sharing it, volunteering, or donating. And for more information on upcoming events, podcast programs, or new services, please visit our website at balance2.org and register. And remember, we don't bend, we don't break, we keep you together for heaven's sake. Let's take this journey together, folks. Hope to see you soon. Peace.